straight forward. Slide your feet back three or four inches. Discover new space in your down dog this morning. Open your eyes. Seal your tender lips. A lot of nerve endings in the lips. Seal your lips. And awaken your throat. Develop and create ujjayi breath. Start pulling the air in and pushing the air out through your nose. Bend your knees a lot. So your knees are almost down next to the level of your ankles. Now keep your knees bent like that. Fan your fingers across your mat and lift your hips up to the sky. Push your hands down. Lift your hips up and little by little straighten your legs. Maybe even add a few or more inches of space front to back. Play the edge and find the edge of stability and freedom. Open your eyes. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. See one point real clear. Breathe in. Breathe out. Fill up your lungs. Empty them out. Huge breath in. Empty out. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg up to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the left. Relax your neck. Keep the air flowing in and out of your nose. And give up any ex excess effort to hold the form of the pose. It's just a, a general form. Every pose that we take, it's an opportunity to custom fit the pose. So it's a yes for breathing. Nothing more than the simplicity of breathing. Square your hips to your mat. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Lift your left leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the right. Now work your hands on the floor. Wake up the space between the thumb and index fingers. And the great toe, second toe, spread the ten toes. If your bottom knee is not on the floor, straighten your bottom leg and take your upper leg to the right another three or four inches. Wake up the psoas, wake up the hip flexors. Now from your core, no thumping, walk to the front of your mat. Make your feet touch. Bend your knees and lace your fingers at your lower back. Use a yoga strap. This is how we create space for new energy flow. Lengthen your spine towards the front of the room. Huge breath in. Wrap your arms over your head. Lift and spread your ten toes. Wake up the bottoms of your feet. Wake up the crown of your head. Relax your neck and feel the blood flowing into the scalp, into the muscles in the face. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. See what you see. We're waking up our brain. Every cell in our body. Relax your neck. Relax it. There you go. Bring your hands to the mat. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Take your arms to the sky. Fan your fingers apart. Bring your hands to your heart center. One ohm. Look up, reach up, breathe in. Bend your knees, bow forward. Man, what blast we have bodies to be with. Halfway up. High plank. We have the body that's on our mat. That's one body. And then we have the shared body that we created by being a yes to practice together. Come forward and down, low plank. 
Updog. It's a good space to discover our dharma. Down dog. Dharma is a fancy word for your life's purpose. And it's through people that you find purpose. So uh, celebrate your aliveness here by being committed. It's really discipline that allows us to experience ourselves as free on some level. So discipline is a creation right here with your, your drishti, your yoga drishti practice. You really see what you're looking at. Huge breath in. Empty out. Now push the air out. Push it out. Bend your knees and look forward. Walk to the front of your mat. You can jump. Halfway up. Gaze to one point. Bow forward. Gaze up to your belly button. Root down and sweep up. Gaze to a point in the ceiling. Bow forward. Flat back. High to low plank. Inhale up dog. Exhale down dog. This movement and it's skillful movement, intentional movement. It's going to help us breathe more. And as we're more intentional about pulling the air in and out of our nose and creating the sound with our throat, it'll help us move more. It's a, it's a match made in heaven. Breathing and moving. This is how we discover vinyasa. Breathe in. Breathe out. You don't do vinyasa. You discover it. Look forward and jump to your hands. It's happening. Halfway up, it's moving everything that's alive. Bow forward. And no, it's a movement. Sweep up. Bow forward. Contracting down. Breathe out. Halfway up. Forward bend. Get the air out. Sweep up. That was a little curveball just to see if you're listening. Fold forward. Relax your neck in the forward bend. Really let go. Flat back. High plank. Pin your hands down on the mat and be specific. Do detail work where the fingers meet the palms. Pin those points down on your mat. Now lift your chin away from your chest. Come forward and down low plank. Keep your finger mounds down. Up dog. Down through the rubber of your mat. Feel the hardwood floor below your mat. Down dog. It's really important if you don't, don't want to um, put the wrists in a red zone, like at risk, then press where the fingers meet the palms down into the mat. A little bend in the elbows might help. Breathe in. Empty out. Push your hands in your mat more. Look forward and jump to your hands. Flat back. Forward bend. Chair. Bend your knees and look down at your feet. You want to be able to see your feet. Lift your toes up. The way... The same process we work with grounding the hands on the mat. We want to work with the feet too. So uh, lean back into the center of each heel. Lift your toes up. Feel where the toes meet the feet and keep the toe mounds on the ground. Now breathe out on your in-breath. Sit down. Look up. Breathe in. Bow forward. Relax your neck. Complete it. Flat back. Low plank. Inhale up, dog. Work your hands. Downward dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. Drop your back heel to your mat. Stand up. Now be intentional, creating the physical foundation of the pose. What's the physical foundation of the pose? It's the parts of your body that are touching the floor. So embody your feet. Spread your toes across your mat. That'll wake up your feet. And if you don't feel stable, add a couple inches of space between your feet right to left. Bring your front foot over to the right side of your mat like six inches. 
Very good. Now fan your fingers apart. Shift your vision up. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale through the nose and let the out-breath land. Breathe in. Breathe out. Simple breathing practice. Now fill your lungs. Lengthen your spine. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Warrior one, step your left foot forward. Be intentional. Create the foundation. So it supports you in the simplicity of the practice. Power yoga is the most simple practice on the planet. And because of that, it's empowering. You don't have to know anything. There's no way you can do this right or do it wrong. All you have to do is be right here on your mat. And the way to be here is to see one point and to breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. It doesn't even have to have sound. Look up. See one point. Take a huge breath in. Low plank. Up dog. Work your foundation. Relax your ankles. You could have your legs and pelvis, maybe even chest on your mat. You can dilute every single pose. If you want to amplify this, lift your thigh bones off your mat. And move your thigh bones towards your wrists. Press down and go up. Down dog. I mean, we're masters at building heat, you know, yoga practitioners. In fact, it's a practice. It's called tapas practice. So the pressure's going to rise. The heat's going to rise. It's going to get a little intense. I acknowledge you being here. All you have to do is stay on your mat, okay? If, if you need to do child's pose, take child's pose. And if you don't know child's pose, make it up, okay? Breathe in. Breathe out. Look forward and jump to your hands. Halfway up. Bow forward. Chair. Every day we step on our mat, we have to create our practice. Bow forward. Inhale, flat back. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. Root down, inhale, go up. Exhale, low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog, warrior one. Step your left foot forward. Root down, inhale, go high. Exhale, low plank. The tempo's shifting. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. It's like a musical composition. Vinyasa has a musicality to it. All you do is breathe in through your nose and breathe out through your nose. It's one breath, one movement. Breathe in, breathe out, look forward and jump to your hands, inhale flat back, exhale bow, chair, breathe in, forward bend, flat back, low plank, upward dog, downward dog, warrior one, right leg forward, low plank, inhale up dog. Exhale, down dog, warrior one, left leg forward. Don't cut yourself short, short, just go through the whole motion. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. That's the awesome thing about practicing in a group. We can kind of see where we get stuck with trying to compare ourselves with other people or live up and try to keep up. You've been doing that your whole life. It makes you sick trying to keep up with people. Just be you and... You know, if you're a couple steps behind the cue, that's not being behind. It's just you being true. That's all. Breathe in. Breathe out. Push the air out of your lungs. Look forward and jump to your hands. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, bow forward. Chair. Forward bend. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. 
Down dog, warrior one, right leg forward. You can give up the concern for looking good. Low plank or not looking bad. Up dog, down dog, warrior one, left leg forward. And throw out, um, trying to do it perfect too. You can throw that right out. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Good. Lift your right leg to the sky. It's pretty simple system. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip your dog. Make the higher call. The call that you push yourself out of your comfort zone. And then create stability, an emotional stability, like an emotional intelligence. You discover that at your edge. Or let me say you strengthen that, cultivate it at your edge. The, the willingness just to be here, unguarded, ready for whatever shows up on the path. High plank, spin your heels to the right, take your left arm to the sky. You'll have a ready now quality to your way of being if you're intentional creating the foundation so you're stable and you're breathing. If you're not breathing, you're frozen in time. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Prayer twist to the right. Be intentional. Set your feet. So, number one, it doesn't feel like you're in a tightrope. You can look down at your feet. Add about six inches of space between your feet right to left. And both feet straight forward with precision on 12 o'clock. Five, you can straighten your arms. You can put a block underneath your bottom hand. Four. Three, if you are in the prayer, pull your thumb knuckles in your sternum. Elevate off your front thigh bone. Breathe in. Empty out. Let it all go. Warrior two. Extended side angle. Check out your feet and line your heels up. Put your heels on one line. Wrap your upper arm around your back. Now place your eyes to one point. You know, if you're getting confused and you know that's it's working, it's working. If you're getting confused, that's working. Stay with your eyes on one point. This is the first practice of being present, is coming into your senses. A few more counts. Lift and spread your ten toes. Now take your shoulders to your back so you can get more space for more air. Huge breath in. Look to the mat, low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Man, to be able to pay attention in the middle of all this, you know, coming onto our mat with our plates full, you know, of life. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip your dog. So it's already a victory having showed up to your mat. It's a victory staying on your mat. And then once you get in the pose, you know, it's a victory opening your eyes and breathing deep. That's actually what ujjayi breath means. It's victory. It's triumph right here when you're unguarded and clear. High plank. Spin your heels to the left. Take your right arm to the sky. Don't overlook the power of clarity. On your mat, you're a stand for your foundation. Without that, you're building on sand. And you're doing all the old stuff when you get to your edge, like holding your breath, like kind of going into a trance, um, making it look good or... Let that go and keep the breath flowing, whatever it takes. Low plank, up dog and down dog. Doing great. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. Build on rock, a little wider. 
Bring your hands to a prayer at your heart center. Twist to the left. Press your front heel down on your mat and take your back heel forward. Five. Embody your feet. Spread your ten toes. Four. The feet activates the wisdom of the whole body. Three. Keep the breath flowing. Two. Warrior two. Windmill up. Extended side angle. Once you were intentional about lining up your heels, put your front foot on 12 o'clock with precision. Half bind. Play around with the angle of your back foot. It's about 60 degrees. I could say the toes are up towards 2 o'clock. Five. Seal your lips. Four. And seal the energy in your body. Keep your gaze steady. Three. Two. Low plank. Two o'clock. Upward dog. Down dog. Let's build some fire. Walk your hands towards your feet so you're going towards the back of your mat. Leapfrogs. Press your hands down to the floor. Walk your feet towards your hands and stack your shoulders over your wrists. Now you're ready. Jump up. Press the inner edge of your feet together and splay your knees apart. Five. Work your hands into the floor. Four. Become conscious of your feet. The inner edge of your feet. Move them in towards each other. Three. Ready, set. Thunderbolt. Come to the front of your mat. Do that with velocity. Prayer twist. Take your hands to your heart center. Left elbow past your right thigh. Now you want to seal up all the holes, right? When we get wild, we do that on purpose so we can stir up the energy and then we gather it up. And we collect attention on our feet. Look at your feet. This is where you have revelation. It's, it's in your foundation. It's a space you come back to over and over again. Your physical foundation is your refuge. It's not just seeing that your feet are on 12 o'clock. It's learning how to move the bones of your feet. Turn your inner ankles back. Make it up. Just make it up. Be intuitive. Create it. Press your outer ankles towards the floor. Okay, now move your shin bones back. Are you watching your feet and your shins? You're making a masterpiece right now. Your foundation, your relationship to something bigger than you. Not conceptual. The earth has a lot of power. Prana is coming up from the earth. Lift your toes off your mat. It's as if when your feet are lived in and embodied, the feet are like little siphon up the legs. Five. Now drop your pelvis down towards the floor and stick your bum out to the back of the room. Press your collarbones forward. Three. Yeah, if you're in the prayer, thumb knuckles to your sternum. Now lift up and spin it too. Bring your hands to the floor. Separate your feet hip width distance. Fingers to toes pose. Bend your knees and bring your belly or your chest to your thighs. Lengthen your spine on your in-breath. Bow forward. So remember when I said you don't do vinyasa? You do the breath. You create the breath. That's a voluntary action. It's involuntary breathing, but it's also voluntary. You can choose to partner up with the universe. The universe. The one verse that's living everything that's alive. Just to be with it and dance with it. Like when you breathe in, you lengthen your spine and when you breathe out, firm up your thighs and bring your hips forward. You see how it's a dance of expansion and contraction. Let go of your toes. Crow. Five. You can do crow if you throw doubt out. Four. 
It's a process. You might just start and squat or one foot on a block. Ready? Set. Shoot back, low plank. Good work. Up dog. Down dog. Look forward and jump to your hands. Halfway up. Bow forward. Chair. Prayer twist to the left. It's a lot like flowing down a river. There's going to be really, there's going to be parts that are bendy and then parts that are really smooth and you can't even feel the current. And then other parts that are like, there's rapids there and there'll be poses that you push away and you don't like and um, create like an, an emotional pushback. It's okay. That's where you know where it's working when there's resistance. Keep your eyes steady so you don't go into the consciousness of fix it or figure it out. You just be here. That's enough. Just being here. Like here, here right now and closing the escape hatch. It's amazing how your gaze keeps you in the game. About five counts. Your vision for the future self that you want to give birth to right here. I'm not a woman. I don't know what it's give to birth, but um, thank God I don't have to know. Lift your chest off your thighs. Spin more. Bring your hands to the floor. Separate your feet hip-width distance. Gorilla. Walk your toes past the crease of your wrists. Halfway up. Breathe in. Bow forward. I've talked to a lot of pregnant women in my life, especially who practice yoga, and it's like it's amazing the physical experience they go through giving birth. I get a little jelly sometimes. Not really, but like a little bit, a little bit. That's why you know, I want to push myself. Like I want to get the most I can out of my, my body. Yeah, seems like it. Take your hands out from underneath your feet. Crawl. Five. Guess it's not for everybody, huh? Four, three, ready, set, shoot back, low plank, up dog, down dog. Look forward and jump to your hands. Halfway up, bow forward, root down and stand up. Sweep up, breathe in. Eagle, bend your knees, wrap your right leg over your left leg, wrap your right arm under your left arm. As yoga practitioners, we're cultivating vision. To give birth to something that's not here on this planet right now. Like really, like really. Something move through you. You create something that brings abundance and life to the living. You got to see it first. Breathe out. Pull into center. Sweep up. Eagle. If the path to it is not thinking. It's not. It's feeling. Five, nature. Four, like good earth in the legs. They're not separate. It's one leg. Four. Three, one arm, two, sweep up. Eagle, this is what spurs us to take action. It's, everything's connected, and, and it's not something that um, we intellectualize. It's we feel it, and it literally moves us, knowing that we're connected. It moves us to our mat, moves me to my mat. Sit down low and breathe out. Sweep up. Eagle. I always feel way better after I practice and teach. Even if I haven't practiced, just giving this, like sharing this, feeds me. Sharing it. Pull into the center line of your body. Breathe out. Sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it. Breathe in. Empty out. All right. Standing leg raise. Balance on your left leg. Lift your right knee up. Make it square. Take your left hand to your hip. Stay here. Extend your upper leg in front of you. One, two, 
three, four. Take your upper leg to the right, gaze to the left. One, you can stay with the knee. Two, three, four. Bring your upper leg forward. Lift your arms above you. Breathe them. Airplane. Bring the breath. If it creates turbulence, then it'll strengthen you. Half moon. You can put two blocks wide side down. That's one way of being intentional, creating the physical foundation of the pose. Five. Play the edge. This is where you practice letting tapas arise. Four. Yeah, catching light and reflecting it. Three. Tight, tight. Look up, look up. Shine out. Two. Ragdoll. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Lift your arms high. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe them. Empty it out. Standing leg raise. You're doing so good. You might not like how you feel right now, but you're doing good. You've got to pull this stuff up. Whatever we're feeling on the mat, that's, a lot of that's coming from the inside. All of it's coming from the inside. Everything you experience is coming from the inside out. Know that. Take your upper leg to the left, gaze to the right. Uh, poses, equanimity poses, develop insight. You've got to develop your outer vision, though, clear. Okay, gaze forward. Take your upper leg forward. Now lift your arms up. Look up. Breathe in. Airplane. You see how we keep shifting drishti points, but you want to be able to see each point clear. Half moon. Know where your right hand's going to land. The bottom hand. Know where your upper foot is. Be mindful that you're conscious of every being around you. Five. Put your bottom foot straight forward on 12 o'clock. Four. That's good. It's okay. Three. Come up on your fingertips and thumb. Two. Lean into this. Ah. Ragdoll. Yeah. All right. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Lift your arms above you. Gather it up. Take your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe them. Empty. All right. Standing bow. Lift your left arm up. Lower your right arm by your side. Bend your right knee. Grab your right ankle or your shin. Practice. Aim. Practice. Choose a point. See it. Five. Your energy moves to that one point. It's an investment. Four. Your vision. Kick your upper shin back. Three. Spread your ten toes. Lift up. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Standing bow. Tell you, after 20-something years of practicing, standing bow basically every day, I have to remind myself every time to not let my eyes drop down. And it's not even like I'm thinking about it. I can feel my energy drop when my eyes drop down. Five, the eyes are such a powerful portal. Four, to the brain, to the heart. Three, kick your upper shin back more Frenchy. Two, bring your upper foot to the floor. Breathe now. Standing bow, right leg. Ready? Know what you want to have happen. All asana, you want an impeccable foundation. So you can dance with gravity. And as you push yourself forward and lift up, there's a, there's a stream that yoga identifies. It's grace. It's an uplifting. It's inspiration. Five. Four. Kick your upper shin back with some rigor. Three. Now lift up. Two. All right. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Standing bow. That's good. Breathe now.
Ready? Go. Find Tadasana and Alasana. Mountain pose. Find mountain pose and Alasana. In mountain pose, the eyes don't look down. And in mountain pose, the shoulders don't drop on the back. In mountain pose, the feet are alive and ready. Five. In mountain pose, we know what we stand for. We're clear. Three. Play your edge. This is where you break through. Kick it, kick it, go up. Awesome. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Tree, balance on your left leg. Bring your hands to your heart center. The practice of being self-aware right now. The pathway into presence is keeping your gaze steady. There's, there's really power at keeping your hands at your heart center. Your hands, there's a big mapping in the brain for the hands and just letting the hands touch each other and then bringing the hands to specific regions of the body. We want to charge up those regions of the body. So much power and potential are in your hands. Did you ever see the Karate Kid? And he did that and he healed Danielson. Lift your arms to the sky. Fan your fingers apart. Funnel right down through the fingertips, the arms. Channel through the lateral body, legs. Root, rise, look up, breathe in. Look forward. Bring your hands to your heart center. Lower your upper foot to the mat. Tree. Steady. Physician, heal thyself. Such healing and feeling. Especially if you want to run from what you're feeling. That's a, that's a magic key. And meditation is the practice of staying. Just being with what the life that's right here, no matter what's coming up. We recognize that as students, it's grist for the mill. Whatever's coming up on the path, that's the path. Put your bottom foot forward. A little bit. Lift your arms above you. Okay, align your skull. So a lot of the times, just from looking at computers or driving, the head comes forward and it puts a lot of unnecessary stress on the spine. So take the sides of the neck back. Lower the chin to the chest slightly. And the crown is golden. Feel it. Feel it. A light emerges up through the crown of your head. Look up. Breathe in. Look forward. Bring your upper foot down on the mat. Reach your arms high. Breathe in. Bow forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Step your right foot forward. Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Triangle. Bring your gaze to your feet. Line up your heels. Five. And once your heels are aligned... Will you add about six inches of space between your feet so it gets a little bit uncomfortable? And then you get a call on your spiritual muscles of breathing in and breathing out. A few more counts. Huge breath in. Empty out. Open your eyes. Open one. <laughs> Ground your feet in your mat. Stand up. Face left. Take your arms to the sky. Lower your right arm by your side. Bind your shoulders. I tell you, this practice will loosen us right up. Breathe in, bow forward. Areas you didn't know you were tight or maybe you were too loose and the muscles slacked and you can develop strength through the muscles. Just one class will do it. And um, every class you take, there's, it's cumulative. Practice, meditation, and asana, it's cumulative. You're breaking down years of postural habits in one breath, in one breath. Here, take a breath in. Empty out. Ground your feet in your mat. Stand up. Keep your shoulders bound. Face front. Pyramid. Bow over your front leg. 
you know, if it's ever too much, it's just like you can always readjust. Maybe just lace your fingers at your lower back. You got to be kind and compassionate to the body. Don't force the body. Twisting triangle. You can push it a little bit, but don't force it. That's a distinction to make. You want to stay healthy. Five. Four. Nothing too loose, nothing too tight. Three. Lengthen your spine. Create tension in the spine. Now lift up and spin it to Chaturanga. <laughs> I love how you love it. Up dog. Down dog into warrior one. Step your left foot forward. Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Hinge forward triangle. It feels good. It's like good morning groin. When you separate your feet, not two inches, not three, not four, six, six inches. So you're right at the edge. You're like, oh my God. Five, four. It's got to be a little unreasonable or you're going to work in the context of the known. Three, you want to get to the unknown, uncertainty. That's where possibility exists. Ground down, stand up. How's that? That was good, huh? <laughs> Face Harvard Street. Lift your arms above you. Lower your left arm by your side and bind your shoulders. It's a special place, the, the heart spine. Bringing your hands there. Breathe in. Bow forward. And how about the feet, too? Lift your toes up. No white knuckling. Lift them up. And now turn your inner ankles back. This is good skill work. Turning your inner ankles back and pressing your outer ankles down. It'll set the heels right in the middle of each ankle. Lift your toes up. Breathe in. Breathe out. Press down. Stand up. Face front. Pyramid. Build from the ground up. Lift your toes up. Get to know the bottoms of your feet. That's it. Now square your pelvis to the front of the room. Twisting triangle. Look, it's how your feet are crossing. Yeah, mind that. More. A little wider. Five. Four. If your legs are straight, press the front of your thighs to the back of the room. Three. Collarbones. Go forward. Lift up and spiral through to Chaturanga. Up dog. Oh, I could drive a truck under there. Down dog. High plank. Lower to the mat. Four, three, two. Rest on your belly. Are you content? Okay. It's good practice. <laughs> Not only accepting that the, li the life that's right here, but learn how to bring your love to it. Flip your head to the other side. Locust, lace your fingers at your lower back. Or just paying attention, right? Pull your legs to center. On your in-breath, press down and come on up. A lot of times when we pay attention, we don't like experiencing what we experience. It was for that why we started to stop paying attention. Now we start paying attention again. Whatever comes up on the path is the path. Five, it's what's going to wake us up. Four, if we stop pushing it away, we open up our heart to it. Three, pull your thigh bones to the midline. Pull in, pull in. Now press down and go up. Come down. Bow. Bend your knees. You can do one leg at a time. Just uh, be a stand for disrupting the drift of the thigh bones. Pull your thigh bones to center. 
On your inhalation, move your shin bones back and meter it as the breath moves, the body moves. It's like you're um, catching gears and you're, you're looking in because your eyes are focused externally. Mm-hmm. And breathing into the awakening through the pectoral muscles, the biceps, the eyes, the elbows, forearm muscles, five, the core muscles, four, muscles above the pelvis, three, yeah, the psoas, hip flexes, move your shin bones back, come down. Bow. Let's do it. Ready? Come on up. Just accelerating our, our spiritual growth by dismantling any type of postural habits that guard energy from going in and out of the throat, in and out of the chest. Five. And the skin is an information collector. It's not just an, el- an elimination organ. Four. Got to keep it soft. Three. Ah, feel the streamline from the heart. Out, out. Lift up. Two. Come down. Up dog. Down dog. Camel. Bring your knees to your mat. There's a couple settings. With the feet, you can curl your toes under or you can have the tops of your feet on the floor. Five. You can reach back and grab your heels. Four. But it's, it's like that your hips are on a wall and you don't want your hips to come off the wall. Three. Pull in. Press into my hands. More, though, like crazy. Two. More, more, more. Down dog. That was good. Camel. It is deep excavation work. So it's like a body worker literally getting their hands on your heart and massaging out any psychic debris out of the heart. Five. The breath, though. The breath is like the universal hands. Four. Press your feet down in your mat. Take your hips forward. Three. Keep breathing. Hips forward. More, more. Two. Down dog. All right, Frenchie. Good job. Bridge. Lay on your back. And arrange your feet. Press your feet down in your mat. Lift your hips off the floor. Five. Lace your fingers. Shimmy your shoulder blades into the center line of your body. Four. Pull your thigh bones in. So you want to you wanna discover the pulling in power. It's inherent in yoga. Pulling in, in, in. The thigh bones pull them in. Okay, now the shoulder blades. Can you get them into the center line? Four. More, more. Can you push your spine to your chest with your shoulder blades? Three. Open your eyes. There you go. Two. <laughs> Come down. Yeah, we want that ferociousness. Just stay calm, right? <laughs> All right, wheel. Reset your feet like you're going to do bridge. And it could be a good adaptation bridge. Not a good pose like, well, I don't like wheel, so I'll do bridge. That's, that's poison bridge. Ready? Set? Come on up. Five. Maybe take your feet forward a little bit more. Four. Spread your toes and fingers. Three, two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. That's good. Breathe in. Empty out. Reset your hands and your feet. Root down and come on up. Five. You can come on the top of your head. Four. Three. Two. 
Come down. Again, another pose I practice every day. I struggle every time I practice wheel. Feels good sometimes. Like, there's nothing wrong with struggling, but, oh, it's like I got to bring my A game if I'm going to get it done. Ready? Set. Press down. Come on up. Like, I got to remember somewhere in my consciousness, like, what's most important to me and know that if I want those things to keep on moving in my life and growing, then I got to feed them with vital energy. Five, four, three, two, come down. Or the stuff that matters most to me, I forget about it, and I'm just like in survival mode, over-controlling mode. So you can kind of be like that on the mat, like over-controlling your energy so you have energy for later. Use it now. Always use your best now. Ready? We got two more. Set, press down, go up. If you want a good pranic surge, stay up for both of them. Be intentional. Create the foundation. Over and over and over again. Five, get your finger mounds down. Four, press the four corners of your feet in your mat. Three, root to go up. Two, all right, come down. That was good. Just one more? Oh, the hard work goes quick. It's, what is it, an hour? And then you have the effect of that work, that, that rest, that alert restfulness all day long. Ready? Got to give it up, though. Don't hold it back. It just, I'll tell you, the energy gets, um, it spoils. Give it up. Ready? Set? Press down, come up. Act as if it's there and it'll be there. Act as if the energy is there. Ten. Take the tension out of the neck. Maybe the chin up to the chest a little bit. Five. Press into my hands. Four. All legs, Alice. All legs. Three. Right there. Two. Come down. Good job, Alice. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes. And just, just love this here, huh? If you're going to love anything in life, this is a good place and space to um, remember. Just to be right here. And see if you can fully embrace this moment. Earth below you, the air flowing through your lungs. You could be drifting off thinking right now, but it's no big deal. That actually gives context for what it is to be present. Because what we discover a lot as beginning yoga students, the drift, the pull that I want to get out of here, I've got to fix this, or I've got to figure it out, think my way out of it. You'll never think your way out of this. The only way through this is just to be with it and let whatever's arising in you to pass through. Straighten your legs. Take your arms back. Breathe in. Empty out. Pull your knees into your chest. Rock from side to side. Chin in one direction, knees in the other direction. Dead bug. Grab the outer edge of your feet. Splay your knees out. I was just reflecting on that. Last week, it was my 15th year, 15-year anniversary at my studio in Northampton. And I was, and I was thinking back about um, how bad it was in the beginning, like how I wanted to burn the studio down. I was literally trying to figure out ways that I could get out of it. And I had a five-year lease, and I was like, oh, no. I'm like, like I was really proud like this because there were apartments above us. And I'm like, well, if I burn the place down, I might kill somebody. And I'll be in jail. I could I'd just do the prison time five years on in a studio. 
like those two years, it was just two or three years. It was like, then things started to shift. And I look back and I'm like, wow, I'm so fortunate that I had the heart and the courage just to stay through it when it was tough. And there's some times that you bail out, but I'm happy I didn't. A lot of times um, bailing out here, something speaks to us inside and it says, well, you know, I want to get back there and, um, and like kind of get through whatever was coming up for me. It's a huge step forward in life, getting through a yoga practice, especially a power yoga practice here at 25 Harvard Street. I mean, these walls and this floor and the ceiling hold a really powerful space. You just got to be in the room. Let go of your feet. Clasp your hands at your lower. No, at your head. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Straighten your legs up to the sky. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat. On your out breath, lift up and pulse and then Coach yourself into a really powerful abdominal sequence, a core sequence, where you're moving and you're breathing, and at any rate, any rate, it's good if there's some sound because it'll, it'll encourage the other students to breathe. That's, that's the magnetism and the pull of power of prana. Prana, vital energy, is power. If we stop leaking it and we give it a direction through pranayama, asana, meditation, we become our greatest coaches and greatest teachers. Ah, student and teacher, it's like the back and front of the same hand. Student, teacher. Right, keep your legs firm, sit on your forearms and lower your legs 30% towards your mat. Lower your legs 60% down towards your mat. Lower your legs two inches from the floor. Five, four, a little jackknife is good. Three, two, lift your legs up to the sky. Pull your knees into your chest. Bicycle, clasp your hands at the back of your head, and then go right to left. It's different moving your head right to left than having your chin aligned at the center line of the body and then feeling the twist come from the torso, not the neck. Ten counts. Lower your legs a little bit, Sean. Five, four, three, Two, one, lift your legs up. We'll do two rounds of lowering the legs down on the mat. Lower your legs 30% towards the floor. Lower your legs 60% down towards the floor. Lower your legs two inches from your mat. Lift your legs to the sky. Lower your legs one-third towards the floor. Look at your toes. Bring your toes into view. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. You see them? Lower your legs two-thirds. Do you still see them? Still? It's a good steady stream of vision from your eyes to your feet. Lower your legs two inches from the floor. Five. It's your toes, not even your feet. Three, two. Lift your legs up to the sky. Pull your knees into your chest and twist. Take your knees to the left and bring your chin to your right shoulder. Now the the left outer thigh becomes part of the foundation, your shoulders, everything that's touching the floor. This is what we're remembering over and over and over through class. This is what we're returning to. This is our training for meditation. It's returning. Meditation is nothing more than forgetting, drifting off, thinking, lost in thought, and then witnessing yourself lost in thought and returning to the body now. Returning to the body now. See, with this type of diverse breathing system where we're moving the body around and then breathing into the body. The body becomes our anchor. anchor. It becomes alive and it becomes an agent of awakening. It just keeps calling us back when we drift off, you know, with practice. Bring your knees up over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. 
I mean, you can see without practice, uh, our thoughts take over and they start to shape the body. Every thought you have is about you creating an identity. Somehow, some way, it comes back to you creating some identity. And this is one of the most powerful aspects of meditation is that we forget ourselves on some level and we start, we start serving a bigger body. It's like I know when I come in here as a student, it was all for me in the beginning. And then over time, after years and years and years of practice, I realized, oh, the way I was practicing was affecting the students around me. Then their practice was affecting me. Keep breathing right into your abdominals. Our body, our anchor. Come back to the middle. Pull your knees into your chest. Grab behind your thighs and get some momentum. Rock back and forth. When you sit up, cross your ankles at some point and then roll over your ankles, down dog. And move right into pigeon with your right leg forward. Create your foundation on purpose. So there's the visual aspect. There's some visual measures you want to look for. You don't have to think about the angle in the front knee. Let your front knee discover the appropriate angle. Okay? What you want to do look for is the front thigh bone parallel to the right side of your mat. I always look at my back leg. A lot of the times my back foot will sickle into the center line of the mat. Put your back foot straight so it's straight back. And a lot of times I'll, I'll move my back leg more towards the midline of my mat. The back leg towards the midline of the mat. You know, put your forehead center on a block or the floor. Close your eyes and be a yes to surrender to gravity. A lot of tension will just live in the shoulders and the neck and the jaw until you consciously release it. And can you release your, the excess tension in your body on your out-breath? In fact, that's the way it's going to release, where you release deep tissue tension is through your exhalation. First, you organize the body in relationship to gravity, and then you practice deepening your relationship to letting go. And letting go, not as a concept like right here, letting go of the air that breathed its way into your lungs. Let it go. Without consciously breathing out, you'll hold on to it. So I think 30% of the air gets, um, it's residual. It's in the lungs, at the base of the lungs. Get it out. I'm going to do some digging. Get that out breath. Get the, um, the muscles that push the air out of the lungs. Activate them a little bit. The muscles that pull air into the lungs, the accessory breathing muscles, activate them. They'll just go dull until you do twists, like all those twists that we do in backbends. Those are accessory breathing muscles. It's amazing when you start breathing and it has sound like the ocean. breathing stay with it hey breathe in empty it out down dog half pigeon if you're on your back just switch legs
the more care and attention you put into your foundation and interest you put into your foundation, curiosity, that pays off in the capacity to let go. You do everything you can possibly do and then, then you let go. You don't let go until you do what you can do, though, to, to break with whatever is holding you back. And it's just energy. A lot of the times what holds us back is a lack of energy. We leak energy. We think too much. We analyze too much. We compare too much. We try too hard. So this is the place right here in the heat, in this community of just moving from point to point that you establish a relationship with, with yourself, like with the big S the self that's moving forward and evolving. Relax your neck, tension in the jaw, let that dissolve. About 10 counts. Yeah. See how much tension there is still here? Yeah, let it go. Right in. Let it go, let it go. Like lay it right down into the earth. Hold nothing back. Jaw, shoulders, neck. Every out breath is a deeper relationship to letting go. Otherwise it's lip service. It's, it's non-doing. Breathe in, empty it out. Double pigeon. Okay, sit up and create your foundation so you can practice non-doing. You can practice letting go and being still until your foundation is connected to earth and you're connected to something bigger than you. Like really letting go and letting everything dissolve. That'll just be like some, something you read out of a book or a teacher tells you. Like you want to experience it firsthand right here. Every time you breathe out and a dissolving of the tension on the shoulders, the jaw, the neck. I want to get into the brain. The brain can be tense. And a lot of the time the brain's tense because we're not in touch with the eyes. Drop it down a little more. Yeah. Flex your feet. It's good. Okay. Is that okay? Good. Feel how good it is to breathe. And if you're holding your breath, feel what it is to hold your breath. There's nothing wrong with holding your breath. If you do hold your breath, do it consciously and maybe do it after the inhalation and when the lungs are full or after the exhalation when the lungs are empty. About five more counts. Just crush your shins. It doesn't matter what way. Yeah. And scoot up a little more. There you go. 
flex your feet. That's it. And then lean right in. <laughs> pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Not easy. It's simple, though. Breathe in. Empty it out. Sit up. Switch legs. Such an awesome variation just to crush your shins. And you put a block underneath the X. If you do stack your shins, you know, you cannot make an X. You do the firewood pose, put a block underneath your left thigh. You might need it so your, ground, your, your, your left sitting bone's grounded. So you've got to feel it out and be like, well, what parts of the body are touching the floor? And then are there any of those parts of the body that are touching the floor that I'm not really conscious of? See, that type of work gets you out of your head and it brings you right back to earth and a, a relatable space where you can really relate to what your body's telling you. And to take the necessary action to, to be in balance where your breath is moving and your intention will be in right here, right now. See, this whole system will allow you to let go of thinking and start practicing just being right here. It's a health secret. It's like being right here. It's tough because when we stop, um, everything that was making us unconscious is brought into view on some level. Breathe in, empty out, sit up, extended seated forward bend, feel that, yeah, you feel that, <laughs> or you can just, you bring your chest to your thighs, that's okay, and then lean in little by little, here you go, it's just an option. Relax your neck. Relax. All right. Sit up. Inverted tabletop. Five. Four. Work your hands like we were working our hands when we were in the dog poses. The finger mounds down. Three. And then a volt, like a, a voltage going up from the earth through the arms, right into the deltoids. Lift your hips up. Two. Come down. Move up to the front of your mat. Lay on your back. Should I make this a 75-minute class, these morning classes? Or do you like hour classes? Hours? No. It's going to be 64 minutes. Point your feet and curl your toes back. We used to do 90 minutes. as just like, that was like, that was it. It's like, yeah? You want to teach them? I love teaching them. I'm just asking you, do you want to teach them? Point your feet. Yeah, people need to teach more. More need more yoga teachers. It's what it's really just a um, matter of course when you're a student. Remember I said it's the back and front of the same hand. Once you discover the practice, you want to share it. And this is how you deepen the practice: is you you take it off your mat. You start having conversations with maybe your kids. Maybe they become your first students or your parents or or maybe it's just your pets. They receive the teaching by you being um, on point every time you feed them. Like, you know, you put love into the food. I used, that's one of the, my favorite things about having dogs. I don't have them, but feeding them 
and making their food and then watching their little, their big mouths devour the food and then all that energy going into running and them taking a nap. Oh, it's like when I, to, when I got to see my dog go on the couch and like really be fulfilled. It's like that was one of the, one of the great joys in my life. And just seeing um, bodies at rest in Shavasana, I'm like, oh, what a delight. You can take your knees to your forehead or your feet to the floor, plow. Now, the back body won't get touched much. We're not too conscious of the back body, but in yoga, we become conscious of the whole body, the global body, the earth we live on, and um, what our work is, our dharma, our life's purpose. You can take your knees by your ears. And a lot of us could be living our life's purpose right now. But knowing that, you know, it opens up our heart. Like, oh, like, life's, this is perfect. Like, I'm right where I need to be. And then I can just let go. Like, a lot of stress, a lot of, um, I should be somewhere else. Or I got to fix this. Something's got to change. Something might have to change, but there's no anxiety around it. It's just, it's a matter of course that we're going to change. And, we're going to evolve and we're going to die. It's not morbid at all. It's like, thank goodness. Okay. Corpse pose, Shavasana. Take your blocks out of the way and clear the space so you can really rest. And not hold on. Not hold on. When it's time to go, it's time to go and let go. Right, so I'm practice that now. Because a lot of times we just don't have it together enough to, to be conscious of letting go. We, we hold on. Like, and if you don't practice this now, like this absolute letting go of everything, when, really, like, when and where? Like, when will you have stopped to the point where you can really just be still and then, and then do the inner work of not grasping and clutching and devouring thoughts just let them pass through stay detached do your best when you get hijacked just start over take a huge breath in empty it out
breathe in. Empty it out. Roll over onto your right. Keep your eyes closed. Sit up. Put your hands in a prayer. Let's clear it out. Take a breath in. Empty it out. One ohm. hands to your forward center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Peace and love. Good work, you guys. Nice job. Nice work. All right. So I acknowledge I went a little bit over today. I'll try not to do that in the future, okay? I, I appreciate you being here, and I, I respect your time, so I'm just acknowledging that. Stay on your feet when you get up. Spray your blocks, and um, if you have any questions, ask me. Go get some water, get some electrolytes, and um, thanks for being here, okay? Stay on your feet. Stay on your feet. Yeah. Okay. And just one other thing too. Um, we have a couple programs coming up tomorrow. There's a foundations workshop. It's going to be awesome. If you want to learn the nuts and bolts of the practice and you want that show up. And then we have one at the beginning of February on balance workshops, wicked fun. Don't miss that. Okay. I'll see you soon. Take care. You're welcome.